What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Success Academy podcast. Today, we have a super special guest, Darren Jones. He's the epitome of a rags-to-riches story. With a rough past, he ended up being sentenced for 12 years in a French prison. Luckily, though, it ended up only being two and a half years. And given a second chance, he decided to change his mindset and ultimately change his life. And that led to where he is now a social media sensation, and he's one of the most renowned speakers. And so anyways, welcome to the show, Garen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for getting on the show. People fired up. Yeah. Um, so to get right into it, why don't you just kind of share a bit more of your story, who you are, and you can go way back starting out, like where you started and how that led to where you are now. All right. So uh, Garen Jones, originally from Houston, Texas, lived a crazy life of, you know, my father was murdered when I was 12 years old. My mom was working and I was just left to run the streets by myself. And you know, I was such an awkward child because I was thinking about galaxies and stars as a seven, seven and eight year, year old. And most people were speaking about cartoons. So because I spoke differently um, in a city where people, a lot of people weren't open minded, that left me with not having too many friends. So the only people that would hang out with me were troublemakers. So that's pretty much how I grew up in the troublemaker, breaking into cars, breaking into houses, fighting, doing all kinds of stuff, um, <clears throat> just at a younger age. And then, you know, went to juvenile for six and a half months. And that just, you know, when you have that kind of upbringing, literally that's, your, that, that's shaping the way that you're going to live your life in your future unless you change. But I didn't change anything about myself. So fast forward 14, 15, 16, 17, I was still doing the exact same things. Then for about a 10 year stretch, I just felt so lost and I couldn't figure out what I was gonna do with my life. I had no vision, no mentorship. I didn't even know what that was. I never read any kind of books. I didn't grow up in a household where somebody says, hey, listen to this podcast or read this book. It's like, man, stay out of trouble. That's, that was my, my training. And um, it reached a point where I'd done some pretty crazy things to get some money. Like I would do anything to get money. I remember smuggling, smuggling drugs from one country to another um, in France, trying to, go, trying to go to the UK. I got busted and I spent the next, uh, I got sentenced for 14 years, but I spent the next two and a half years in a French prison, got out for the next 10 years, it was from couch to couch to couch to girl's house to couch to couch to couch to why am I still in the same spot? Why am I alive? I don't even want to be here. And from that point, you know, in 2011, I was living in my car for two and a half years. I know all of you out there trying to add up all these different things. It's like he said 10, and he said five, and he said two. Um, for two and a half years, I lived in my car, and that was the lowest point of my life. And that's when I felt like I had hit rock bottom. I didn't want to be here. I didn't care whether I live or I died. $200,000 in debt. And in my heart, I would hear all of these things, these voices say, do this, do this, all these ideas that come up. And I would never act on them. I would always do what everyone else told me to do. And that was the time I felt the most empty and alone. I could be in a room full of people and still feel alone. Um, and then I, I reached a point of 
I say it's my, my moment of awakening. It was August 2011 um, at 3.43 in the morning, and that's when I just had enough. It's either I die or I do something about it. And I just cried, and I cried out, and I was like, okay, 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 I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people, and I just want to inspire people. And I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in. Just show me a sign. Show me a sign. That point there, that's when I didn't know my life changed, but that's when my life shifted. Because all my life, I've always focused on what I don't want. I don't want this. I don't want that. And I would always attract that. When I focused on exactly what I wanted and how I wanted to feel, a week later, that's when I had my big shift. Met a homeless guy at the, gra- the gas station. He asked me for money. I said, you have more money than me. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. Yeah, so that was, that was like the, the biggest shift because I'd never heard words that stopped me in my tracks and made me think about something. I thought my whole life was a lie after I heard those words. It's been almost seven years, it's been six and a half years, and every day I do things I don't want to do. When we're habitual creatures, by nature, human beings, we do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. I am almost seven years removed from who I was back then, and I've done the opposite of everything I wanted to do, and from all of the opposite came the life I always wanted. Of course, it's more complex, but in short, Man, I'm just a, my life is a reflection of all the things I never wanted to do growing up. Yeah, that, that whole story is like so awesome how you've like progressed from where you started to where you are now. It's super awesome, like all the points in your life and everything about that for sure. And I mean, definitely that, that saying that that guy said, change your mindset, change your life is definitely a super powerful thing. So I definitely want to get more into that. Um, so why don't you kind of share more what that means to you and then also get into mindset and how the listeners can kind of implement that and be able to really improve their mindset as well. So basically, when I heard those words, I just kept saying them over and over and over again. And I'm just like, change your mindset, change your life, change it. So if my mind is set on something, then that's why the result is what it is. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change. So every day I would get up, you know, normally I would, I would go to sleep till like noon. And then if that, the opposite of that is waking up early and I didn't want to wake up early. So I would say, change your mindset, change your life. So I wake up early. I was 40 pounds overweight. I didn't want to stop eating fatty foods, change your mindset, change your life. So I got healthy. Now I'm 6% body fat, you know, and I've been 6% body fat for over six years. And, um, and you know, normally I would take the escalators, change your mindset, change your life. So I would take the stairs. So I started building new patterns in my brain that simply had me changing my life while not being aware. But if you drive down the street, you make a left, and you get to the same street every single time you make a left, or if you decide to do different, do the opposite, you're going to end up in a different place with a different result and so speaking about that when I just I wasn't aware of what I was doing but what I was actually doing was becoming a whole new person 
renewing my mindset. And through that, I met some of the most powerful people. I've done business with the, some of the most powerful people. Took my income from 200,000 to well over seven figures. And within three years, there's been seven. So you can just imagine how it just keeps going. Um, yeah. And it was all from things I never would have done in my life. And that was, yeah. that's the biggest thing. I run into people all the time. They were like, ah, I would never do something like that. No, that's not me. Who are you really? But before you learned math, you weren't math. Then you learned math. Now you are a different person. So yeah. the, the essence of life is growth. So the whole change your mindset, change your life is a simple concept that will make a massive impact in your life because it's an actionable item that has you doing different things with the same set of circumstances. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, also like how you were just like switching things up, like, you know, taking, taking the stairs instead of the escalator and just like simple things like that. There's like a quote I remember hearing, um, there's no change without a change in routine. So you have to like, you can't expect to change something if you aren't actually changing things in your life that are going to lead to changing that for sure. And I mean, another thing is you can't just like look at this huge thing you want to accomplish and like, just like go straight for that. Cause you have to, there's another quote um, about how you should try to, instead of trying to leap forward, just creep forward. That's kind of what you did where you started small and you just started with the little things like taking the stairs instead of the escalator. And then that led yeah. to getting momentum. And like, yeah. So that's definitely a powerful thing for sure. Um, and I mean, yeah, and also a cool thing that I heard about you is how you've read um, the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, around, like, I think a couple hundred times, right? So why don't you tell about the story, how you first came across that book, and then how many times you've read it, and how that book has really impacted you. So I actually read it to date 302 times between wow. the audiobook and the paperback, and it was so interesting because a friend of mine came up to me, and they were like, man, why does your life look like this? And mine doesn't. And I was like, well, I read The Power of Positive Thinking. He was like, I've read that book too. I was like, how many times did you read it? He was like, I've read it twice. He asked me how many times I read it. At that time, I was like 167 times. Huh. I was like, mastery is the continuum of learning. You don't stop. You know, yeah. the second you stop, it's like saying I'm okay with growing. You know, and I see a lot of people that read lots of books but they don't get everything from their books. They get lots of quotes that they memorize, but it's like, man, I'm not leaving a book until I, I alter my life. So I have some kind of transformation, some breakthrough, and at least five major results. If I, before I put a book down, I'm gonna keep going and keep going, keep going. So something happens. I don't wanna pass up on a book. So I haven't read a lot of books, but I've read a few books a lot of times. And, yeah. Bruce, and Bruce Lee says, fear not the man, who practices a thousand kicks, fear the man who practices one kick a thousand times. Yeah. And so when I was 18, I met this lady named Shannon Davidson. She was a fashion show director and I thought she was crazy. She gave me a book for my birthday. I'm like, huh. and at that time I wasn't reading. I wasn't a book reader then. And I'm like, why the hell would somebody give me a book? Huh. I picked up that book and I just couldn't put it down. What I wasn't aware of is what you feed your brain now, eventually, it will start to turn into actions, which will turn into results in your life. That's why when you listen to a song over and over and over and over and over again, you're humming the song for the rest of the month. Well, when you're reading the same thing over and over and over again, well, you're acting out whatever it is that's, you know, filling up your brain 
for the rest of the month. So she gave me a book. I started reading it. These good things started happening, but I didn't know that what I was reading was causing me to be a certain person, which was causing something in my life because I wasn't aware. And you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. So I kept reading and kept reading and all this good stuff would happen. Then I would stop reading the book and all this bad stuff would happen. I didn't know it's because I wasn't filling my brain. And if you're a, a garden, if you're tending the garden, if you leave your flowers, eventually the weeds will come back and they'll start creeping in. So you got to always trim the, trim the weeds. When it comes to your brain, you got to always keep renewing it or your old patterns and your old thoughts will start to creep back in. Yeah. And so it wasn't until 2011, mind you, I'm 39 years old. So when I was 18, I was having all this great stuff happen. And then there would be a, the fall when I wasn't reading any books at all. And then I would read again and all this great stuff would happen. And then it would be a fall. It wasn't until I got around a conscious group of people who were up to something, who were goal-driven, who were reading books every day. They were like, no, you got to read the books every day. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Now it makes sense connecting the dots, looking backwards on my life. So I just kept reading the book. And then I picked up all the Think and Grow Rich, the, the Power of the Subconscious Mind. And I just keep doing it over and over and over and over and over. It's not me. I'm a product of what I feel and feel to the brim in my brain. And you guys get to benefit from the overflow to what I give to myself. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I really like what you're saying also about like how it's like with the garden when you like stop sort of tending to the garden and the weeds start creeping in. And that's like, there's a quote how in life, if you're not moving forwards, then you're moving backwards. Cause like, I mean, you can't expect to just stand still and not do anything to be improving. And if you, stop gaining momentum and stuff, then you're going to be moving backwards, like in the wrong direction. So you definitely have to keep at it and like doing that continuously for sure. Right. Yeah. So also in terms of that and doing things consistently to constantly get yourself in the right mindset and all that, I know you also have, I got like your like ebook type thing for um, the Panda power hour that you call it. Um, So why don't you talk a bit about that and your morning routine and sort of how you set yourself up for daily success kind of thing. So basically what happens is I was, one of, I've traveled, I spoke in 48 countries last year. And one of the main questions that people ask me, they're like, what's your morning routine like? Everybody's asking me. I was like, you know what? I'm about to put something out. <laughs> and uh, then I started, I, it was like the, the, the power hour. I call it the panda power hour. I just happen to love pandas, clearly. <laughs> um, and I, I call it the panda power hour. And it basically starts at night. My goal, see, your brain responds to progress. It responds to progress. Not big or small. We put that limitation. It just responds to progress. So at night, what I do is I write a list of things that I know that I'm already going to do on a piece of paper. I take what's in my brain and I take it out. You know, your life is a manifestation of what's stored in your brain. If you got a bunch of junk in your brain, you probably got a junky room, junky car, junky dishes, junky relationships, whatever, because it's junk that's going on in your brain. So my goal every night is to take what's in my brain out. So I mind dump first. 
So I take anything negative, any, like all the stuff in a day, and I just write really quick for like five minutes. I take everything in my brain, and I empty it, and I throw it in a trash can. Boom. Now I don't have to think about it. Yeah. So before I go to bed, I take another list, and I call it the Panda Power Hour. And what I do is I put things on there that it's connected to my mind, my body, and my soul. It is a three-part harmony. You, you, sing, you sing three-part harmony, one note is off key, it throws the whole song off. The, whole, the sole purpose is to activate my entire being. Birds can fly because they use all of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Fish can yeah. swim. Fish can swim because they use all of themselves. Humans can flow, but they don't use all of themselves. They're like, I want to be this person. I don't feel like it. I don't, we're the only life forms who chooses not to use all of ourselves because we've been given the dignity of choice. So for the Panda Power Hour, the whole purpose is to activate all of myself, my mind, my body, my soul. So what I put on there is things that's connected to my mind, personal development. Uh, affirmations in the morning saying, I am powerful, I am beautiful, I am amazing, and just telling myself certain things. Um, my prayer, my meditations, um, and that's, that's my, my mental stuff. My body, I'm working on health, I'm very healthy. I find a lot of people in the, in the, in the, in the space of self-development, they've got all the brain stuff down, they got all the words down, but their health is crap. A lot of people in this world, their health is crap. And there's only a certain level of happiness that you can get to if you're not healthy. That affects your heart. And how you treat yourself is what you put out. What you put out is what comes out back. So my health is the foundation because it, it affects me. So I work on my health. I have a shake. I have some tablets. I have some, you know, some green tea in the morning to just activate myself, uh, my, my, my body, my soul. And when it comes to my soul, I'll put things on there that's connected to my heart. I love singing. I love dancing. I love flopping around the house and something that just wakes up my soul. So I'll put a list of things on there that I'm, I'm going to do. Brush my teeth, do push-ups, do jumping jacks, call some people, acknowledge them for something that they've done. And I'll put a bunch of stuff on there. My goal is to simply get as many things done within the first hour of waking up. But it starts at the nighttime. So here's what I want to do. I typically don't like lists and charts and stuff. So what I do is I have my little trusty list, you know, and then I'll write stuff down, Panda Power Hour, I'll look at a picture of my daughter that's literally right next to me right now. And then I'll look at my list. And then I'll look at my daughter. It emits a certain frequency. And then I'll look at my list, look at my daughter, look at my list. When the list now takes on the same energy as I feel about my daughter, then I go to sleep. When I go to sleep, the mind goes to work. As soon as I wake up, I already know, let's see how much it's a game, how much I can get done within the first hour. Wake up, check. Brush my teeth, check. Push-ups, check. Calling somebody, check. And I don't wait for them or I text them. I don't wait for anybody to call me back. 
or text me back. It's all about giving. Affirmations, check. Prayer, check. Meditation, check. Dancing, check. So imagine, most people keep their life in their mind. They'll maybe get seven things done and try to figure out something else to do for the day. Within my first hour, I got 30 things done. Who do you think will be the most productive person that went to sleep powerfully, slept, slept powerfully, woke up powerfully on a mission with a direction and got 30 things accomplished in the first hour? Yeah, definitely. The momentum that follows that is the craziest thing. It's like the Tasmanian devil. People are like, where did you get all your energy from? Well, would you ask a car, how does it drive? You got to start the engine first. I'm just not starting my engine off of low fuel. It's a high octane sports engine car going to take over the planet one person at a time. And that is the Panda Power Hour for you. Yeah, that's so powerful for sure. I mean, definitely gaining that momentum like right off the bat. Like you're getting all these things done that most people don't even do in a day and you're getting it done before some people are probably even waking up and they're just sleeping in, you know. And then that gains like so much momentum for the, like throughout the day that you're getting so much done for sure. And I mean, definitely like another thing that you said there, it's about like providing value to others and giving to others. And I, I watched your interview with Tom Billy on Impact Theory and you're talking about how um, you focused on like creating value for others and stuff. So why don't you talk a bit about that and how important creating value for others is and how that can really be an important focus for, focus for you in the long run kind of thing. I was really selfish for a very long time and I would always do things for people, but deep down inside I'm, I'm, I, I was selfish. You know, I would do things expecting something in return. Like after all I've done and you don't do this for me. And meanwhile, I had other successful people around me and they were just so polite and they would do things without asking. Meanwhile, I would step over a piece of trash and ask, how can I help? Yes, I was that person. And then I remember I started talking to one of my mentors, Mark. I'm like, Mark, how can I grow a successful business? And he said, here's what you do. He said, always be the first to raise your hand when it comes to service, when it comes to contribution. And I said to him, how much are they going to pay me? Can you imagine? Oh, God, Lee had so much pride. And so one day... You know, I got tired of having no money in the bank, like not having love in my life, not being happy. It was almost like some, something had a spiritual barrier on my life, like I couldn't go anywhere. And one day I just decided that I was going to always, you know, contribute at the church, contribute anywhere I went to. How can I support you? And I would always, anywhere I went, it didn't matter. I'm always asking, how can I support you? Even when I was speaking at different gigs, they were like, I would always ask, how can I support? And I'm just yeah. asking, and I just kept asking, how can I support? And the more and more I kept doing things, it was like all this business just started coming in, and I couldn't explain it. Yeah. And then finally, more people started following me. And then my message started to change. How people received me started to change because I was going the extra mile. I was doing 10 times more than what was expected of me in every area. If I had a job, I would do 10 times more. If I was cleaning trash, I would do 10 times more. 
If somebody asked me to help them move, I would do 10 times more. Sure, I didn't want to do it at first, but then I'm like, how can I provide a way for somebody to be happy, to have joy in their life? And then all of a sudden I say, you know what? I'm just going to have the best attitude while I do all these different things. I look up two years later, all like I had two different businesses that were massively successful. It was before the seven figures, but they were still massively successful. And, and I look back and I was like, wow, the people that I've been business coaching and, and coaching, they're some of the most selfless serving people I've ever met. And the ones who really understand that are the most successful ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean, like Einstein, he said it himself. He said, don't be a man of success, but rather be a man of value. And I mean, a lot of people are trying to just be in it for what's in it for them and like to try to get the success at the end of the line kind of thing. And they're not really in it to actually provide value to others. And then when you're focused on just the success for yourself, then you're not really going to actually get it. But if instead you focus on providing value to others and what, what's in it for them, then you're going to get the success in the long run as like a byproduct of that for sure. Um, yeah. And like, I mean, something that I say a lot is that, um, and this is definitely like a lot of kind of like what your situation was like is that successful people aren't happy because they're successful, but rather they are successful because they're happy. And this is kind of like the power of positive thinking where you have to have that positive mindset before you're going to be able to even have success. So do you sort of agree with that? And like, what are your kind of thoughts on like developing that positive mindset before you even get the success happening? Absolutely. You know, having something before it happens is no different than having a blueprint before the house is built. Yeah. You're positive before the stuff happens. You've got to pour it inside of yourself first. Your life is a manifestation of how you see yourself. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And... And when it comes to like positivity and all that stuff, that's like pouring water into a cup. The more positive you are under any circumstance, you're pouring into your life's cup. Eventually it's gonna tip, but don't worry about the time. In the space of infinite, everything becomes possible. You just worry about pouring and the value that you're giving to other people and the value you're giving to yourself. Eventually when that, whatever you're pouring reaches to the tip starts to spill over just like pouring water into a cup. And that's when you experience abundance. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, yeah, that's definitely key for sure to be able to, yeah, really achieve success in the long run for sure. And I mean, also in terms of developing the right mindset, cause I mean, you talk about how, um, change your mindset and then change your life. But do you think also in order to, sort of change your life in the long run. Do you think also another key thing that people can do to sort of do this is be able to change things like their environment there. And that can be like things like the people they surround themselves with reading books and the things they're consuming. And like, do you think that's important as well? It, it, it is. Here's the deal though. You can, you can move to a new house, but if you are a dirty person, it doesn't matter what house you change to on the outside, you're gonna dirty up that house too. Yeah. So the deal is they get the books to shift what's going on on the inside. It's an inside job. Your house and the people that you hang around is a result of how you see yourself. 
the standards yeah. in which you live by, the habits that you, that you uh, approach on a daily basis. You change your inner game, your outer game will follow. The tree comes with the roots. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely key for sure. I 100% agree with that for sure. And I mean, it's also like you definitely have to be self-aware as well because I mean, you don't know what you don't know. So you definitely have to know like what's wrong to be able to fix it for sure. And I mean, um, yeah, but anyway, so let's talk a bit about, because um, you've definitely had some setbacks in your life and things along the road, but how did you, how are you kind of able to sort of leverage that sort of rock bottom that you were at to be able to really achieve ultimate success? How did you turn your setbacks into comebacks kind of thing? You know, when I was, when I was at rock bottom, I didn't know what that was. I just thought like, this is what happens to everybody. And I just put it to you like this. Rock bottom is the opportunity or any kind of struggle or pain or something that you grow through is an opportunity for you to gain power, strength, learn lessons, and so many other things. And all of that is coming to your life according to the goals that you ask for. So how I've done it is take a slingshot, you pull it back, the resistance, you keep pulling it back, you keep pulling it back, keep pulling it back, keep pulling it back, and more resistance and more resistance. The second I had the opportunity for a door to open, when you let go, the more resistance that happens, the further you go. So the way I was able to leverage it is I learned all the lessons from me falling on my face a thousand times so that when given the opportunity to understand what I had grown through, I had the strength and the cultivation to maintain at any level and have any conversation with anyone at any level because I had the, 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 the strong foundation that you can build anything, uh, um, that you can build any kind of building on top of. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree with that. And I mean, um, to kind of start to get wrapping up here for sure, but um, why don't you just kind of share, let's say you were able to share one message with like everyone on earth. What would you say? The key to being free is doing everything that you can to learn everything that you can about yourself and taking possession of your own mind. Only then will you experience true freedom. Yeah, that's definitely key for sure. And I mean, that definitely ties into self-awareness as well, knowing like that for sure to be able to, that's definitely a powerful thing for sure. Um, so yeah, you definitely provided a lot of value today. I think people are definitely going to want to follow you, maybe reach out, whatever that may be. So why don't you just kind of share where they can do that? You can definitely check me out at my uh, website, garenjones.com, G-A-R-R-A-I-N-J-O-N-E-S. Um, definitely my Instagram, that's garen.jones, Snapchat, Garen Jones, Facebook, Garen Jones. My book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, is coming out in the next few months. It is a practical guide that has people to understand how to utilize 
their already God-given power to produce incredible results in your life and truly live it in a, from a place of freedom. And it's going to be super fire for a lot of people all over this world. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely awesome. I'm definitely going to have to pick up, pick up your book when it's released for sure. Um, so yeah, thanks again for being on the show and to the listeners. I'll see you again on the next episode.